You're listening to American Grit, America's raw and uncensored podcast. My name's Tim Jensen. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, entrepreneur, and co-owner of Grunstyle Apparel. And we're here to talk about all the bullshit mainstream media won't touch with a stick by sharing information that directly impacts our community, our well-being, and our destiny as Americans. Listen, brother, like for the longest time, I don't even know what I get paid in this joint because I'm not doing this for money. No. Right? If I was doing it for money, it wouldn't be as fun. No, like, we wouldn't be as big as what we are, no, right? You're worried it's, about that check every month. Right, every yeah. Week or no, I'm more worried about... Like, how can we get down to the veteran that's sitting in their in their basement, yes. you know, wondering, in a tent. Yeah, wondering how their life spiraled out of control, yeah. right? Or in the, they're in that last hour of contemplating, Yeah, you know, man, they lose hope. Yeah. Okay, and I, I don't know if you had the opportunity of reading the book, but the first chapter is about one of my closest friends ever, he took his life. Yeah. And a Delta guy, you know, here these guys are. They're at the pinnacle of their profession. Yeah. They're highly intelligent. They're, why did they do this? And I, I just dove into it. And I studied it, and I've, I've read everything I can get my hands on, still do today. But they lose hope. Yeah. They lose hope. Yeah, absolutely. Mama leaves, takes kids, cleans out the bank, can't get a job. Buddies won't talk to them or whatever, but they lose hope. Right. So right. we have to keep that hope alive. All you have to do is call a guy every day or a week and say, I love you, man. Right, right. That's it. It's, it's the simplest That's of things. That's it. Right? You know, it's like making that that that, that love call, right? Yes. You know, there's a, there's a, I have a list of individuals that, you know, sure. I do that with, right? You to bet. make sure, you know, one, it's, it's for me, right, yep. to, to make sure I'm keeping myself honest. You bet. Right? But more importantly, to make sure that the network is good, yes. the network is clean, and that we're all healthy, right? Yeah. And, and it doesn't help. you can tell when you... Hey, yeah. man, I love it. Well, yeah, okay, okay, man, let's talk. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll go jump on a plane and go to where they are. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> done that. Done I've that done myself, it 2 right? o'clock in the morning, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, but, the, you know, that's what I love about uh, gentlemen like yourself. Like, yeah. we, we give a goddamn about our that's community. Right. And, um, you know, the, as we have all said and we all know, there's nobody coming to help. No. And we have to take care of we ourselves. To, it's our tribe. Yeah. And I talk about the tribe in there. Very good. And that's, I wanted to educate people, one, and just, you know, tell them and show them, hey, this is, you know, this is what we go through. This. Right. And then we come home, we're like, now what do we do? Right, you yeah, it's, exactly. It's can like, I get help somewhere? Well, maybe. Right. You know, the VA is not going to help yeah. you. And the craziest thing is nothing is ever going to, is going to ever beat that, that moment of your most connection, most con- connected uh, experience mm-hmm. with your with the best people that you ever experienced That's in right. your life, right? That's and right. at that time, you might have been thinking this was the most miserable experience, right? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but, we've both been there. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So here I am, ladies and gentlemen, with Greg Coker. Uh, this is another episode of American Grit, and uh, this incredible guest today is a former United States Army uh, soldier, uh, yes, pilot, uh, Chief Warrant Officer 4. I'm in the, the, the presence of mystery right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Best uh, rank the, in the Army. That's right. Warrant Officer. <laughs> uh, you know, this, guy, this individual has uh, an incredible background. And Greg, if I could take a moment just to go through sure. some of your bona fides, right? Uh, 15 years as a little beard pilot and instructor, handpicked, as I understand, mm-hmm. by the uh, instructor course there. I don't know the how. Kind of <laughs> uh, sometimes they're looking for the craziest, yes, right? Yes, uh, member of the 160th SOAR, that is the Special Operations Air Regiment, with 
15 over 1500 hours of combat flight time 11 combat tours from 2001 to 2008 you're a entrepreneur starting yeah. businesses you've yeah. got some of your product right in front of us yes, and sir. you know, not necessarily something that you're looking to go out and make a great deal of money on what no. you're talking about but more of <laughs> connecting our people yes. into uh, getting back to their hands, yes. right? Because when you're using your hands, you're focused using in your the future, head. right? Use your brain. Absolutely. Um, and an incredible author, right? We've yeah. got a book here right I in front of us. Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> George right? Hand was my ghostwriter, and he's the one that put the magic together. Oh, so. that's fantastic. Yeah. We all need it, right? Because yes. uh, I'm not a writer. I, write. no, <laughs> I like to think that I am, yeah. but it's like a series of run on cotton statements. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, fantastic. So, you know, Greg, it's a pleasure having you with us well, today. Well, thank you for having us. And yeah, it's a, it's a true honor and, and a privilege to come down and chat with you guys. And it's, it's just, your company's amazing and what you're doing and what you've done and your growth. And it's incredible, man. We're all blessed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's every day, you know, I think about that uh, yes. and what we've built here and, you know, this tribe that we're creating mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm reconnecting a lot of individuals, you right? Bet. And then, you know, I think the most important, right, is especially in the world that we live in today, is showing our country that you know we can be an example. Yes. Of what good sure character can. looks like, what what yeah. patriotism could look like, right? As business, you know, business leaders yes. could look like, and bringing uh, visibility and community back together and saying, "Hey, at the lowest common denominator." Yes. Right. We all have an opportunity to make this experience just one step better, one percent. Right. Yeah. If we all contributed one percent better mm -hmm. every day. What kind of world Goodness would we live in? Gracious. It, yeah, it would be epic, for sure. So, you know, you, incredible uh, military background uh, that you come from. Um, what was, uh, what do you miss about it? Camaraderie, my bros, the tribe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. I, it was for me, and it is probably for all of us out there that, you know, where do you find that? Where do you find that camaraderie? Well, you can't because civilians don't get it. And those men that you served with in combat in a gunfight, those relationships are like none other you will ever have. You're, you know, I always felt that, you know, if I had a brother, yeah. I'm closer to you than I would be my blood kin because this is what we've shared. Right. You know, we've cried together. We laughed together. We bury our buddies together hold babies together so right yeah it's yeah. it's critical that yeah in the mission of course <laughs> i like going out and shoot bad guys man it is the most thrilling thing in the world <laughs> yeah it's uh you know adrenaline's the best drug on the planet and we're all you know adrenaline junkies so to speak whether jumping out of airplanes or flying gunships or you know whatever the case but yeah it's yeah the the you know and we all search for that camaraderie that yeah. common bond that it's just not there, so it's important that we stay connected with our brothers and sisters, and you know, talk to them and call them. And you know, I tell somebody every day, "Hey, I love you." Yeah. Okay. That's all they need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Just Absolutely. keep that hope going. Stay on that path that they need to. So. Right. Yeah. It's it's good. The um. You know, I have my own opinions on this, but I'm curious to what on your thoughts. Like, sure. what makes what's what makes our generation of veterans. So much different from previous generations, um, mm. you know, in terms of how we how we connect with each other. Because if you look before the GWAT, you know, you served, you got out, and that was pretty much the end yeah. of it, right? You, you went you, back to your job, right? And, and you said, "Yeah, I served in the Marine Corps or the Army or whatever branch of service it was," and it was just a small little chapter in yes. that in your story. But 
you know, much different today in today's mm-hmm. generation of the uh, the war fighters. You know, we we, we kind of hold on to it a little bit closer than than previous. We do. Why Why do you think that is? You know, that's a great question, and I was thinking about it driving down here yesterday. That so, it, and I'll go back as far as World War Two. You know, and they even they did studies after World War Two, and you know that generation, the greatest generation, right. they. And those, you know, those men, they went back home, they went to their factories, went back to their farms or ranches, their jobs, and carried on with life. Yeah. And, you know, and then there's Korea, there's Vietnam, and that all those generations I've found, they just don't talk about their experiences. Right. And some of it, I think in the, the generations before us, Vietnam is due to society's view on the war and you know, on those professional soldiers, those warriors that, and, you know, and they just withdrew. They're like, okay, my country doesn't like me. These people don't like me. I went and did my duty. I'm a patriot or whatever the case that, yeah. So, and for our generation, our GWAT generation is, is one that it, the battlefields changed, technology's changed. And we have that, you know, that rapid Oh, that we we can get information out very rapidly, right? And stay in contact with buddies, or you know, whatever the case. But I think it's too that you know it's important to educate people why we were doing this because it was popular right. in the beginning. Yeah. And you know, when this country goes to war, everybody gets on board. And I talk to folks all the time, civilians. Well, I didn't serve. Well, yes, you did. Doggone it. Because when this country goes to war, everybody serves. You go to work every day. You pay taxes. You know, you make bullets or helicopters right. or clothes or whatever the case. So, and you pray for us. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's pretty huge. That's, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's as dramatic as you know how they was positioned with Rosie the Riveter and yeah, you know, the times no. of World War Two. But mm-hmm. you know, I think the, the situation is still the same. You bet. Right. It's how how do we support the effort mm-hmm. you know at home and, and the things that we're doing. Um, you know, the days of war bonds are not uh, not as popular. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but, no sir. You know, uh, Thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. But you know, and I think you're uh, I think you're right when it comes to you know the, what that question is. What makes us different? Yes. Right? Uh, I, I think it's a different conflict uh, mm-hmm. in the way that the United States approached it. Right. Yeah. It's the longest conflict where Ever. you had almost three generations of of mm-hmm. individuals rotating through the war. Yes. I mean, you saw fathers fighting yes. alongside their sons. sons right. You bet. We saw that a little bit in, in Vietnam, but not to the degree no. of what we saw here, right? No. Um, and the contributions of, yeah. of what uh, has happened, right? Uh, and, and certainly, it's created some 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 opportunities uh, sure. for our for our community to become tighter, right? Yes, and, it has. and and now that we're all out and we're all looking at what is next, what are we going to be yeah. able to fulfill, yes. right? What's our mission? What's our We're mission? We're all looking for the mission. You can see it across the oh, United yes. States from the veteran perspective. Like, wow, there's like veteran businesses popping yes. up left and right in ways Programs. we've never seen before. Programs. Programs. Um, yeah. You know, we we recently got involved with uh, you know standing up our own foundation. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit about that because sure. I'm excited to share the, uh, yeah. some of that stuff. But we are proud to introduce the Grunt Style Foundation, a nonprofit devoted to servicing our service members, veterans, and their families. It's an organization that is built on three pillars, honor, integrity, and advocacy. 
We recognize those who have courageously served our country, and we're ready to go to the very steps of power on their behalf. We've done it before, and we'll do it again. From providing veterans with affordable in-home therapy methods, to championing alternative therapies to combat traumatic brain injuries, toxic chemical or heavy metal exposures, and more. Our approach is holistic and aggressive. Wherever our community is in need, we are there. Our mission is ongoing and will remain with support from people like you. Make our mission your mission, and together we can turn the tide. Someone has to. Visit www.grunstylefoundation.org for more information and join the change today. But it's, it's absolutely incredible. And I think, you know, the state of our community is very strong, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we, we, have a lot to, we have a lot to work on. We have a lot to, we have a lot to do. We have a lot of work. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is that the, the media, you know, people are aware of PTS or TBI or, you know, just simple issues. Yeah. And, and with the technology, that gets out very rapidly. So, yeah, and that, that helps, I, I feel and I believe, that you know, it'll help those vets. And, I mean, that, there's no reason why they should be living on the street in a tent. Right. None. Right. And it's, it's just heartbreaking to me that – and, you know, World War II vets, Vietnam vets, same, same thing. But, at, you know, in our current times and in our society, we have that capability to get information out quickly. We've, we can get people into those programs. But you have to know. We have to know yeah. what's eating at them. And that's, you know, that's another reason why, hey, you call that guy up and say, hey, man, I love you. Do you need anything? Right. You know, what's going on? Or, you know, your family members know. I guarantee you when somebody drops the hammer on their head, somebody knew that things weren't right. Right. Always. Right. I've it's interviewed people. Surprise. I've written. No. Right. No. So, you know, reach out to there, – there's just tons of – things out there that you can do to help. Yeah, I mean, help I bet you there's somebody, if not more than a you know, handful of people that are listening to this mm-hmm. uh, and recalling the conversations they've had with somebody that has taken or oh, ended yes. their life. You bet. Right? And we all sit and we all like, what could we have done differently? Yep. Maybe I should have called a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I should have followed through on this or that, you know. Um, and that's where we're at. We and, are. You know, and you know, I think it's extraordinarily important to make sure that you're creating these networks and these battle buddies, right? It's it's simple. We do it in our business, it is. right? Um, we saw the the impacts of that uh, when early in the early days of our uh, beginnings. Mm-hmm. You know, we were having a lot of combat veterans coming into my office when I was running the operations oh, no of it all kidding. and saying, "Hey, um, you know, Tim, I know that you have some experiences. I'm struggling," and they would break down and start crying. And oh yeah, going through a lot of issues, right? And they're done that, brother. Uh, yeah, but same same, right? Yeah, you know? and. Uh, so we started creating our own pro, our own battle belly program. Like, mm-hmm. well, we don't have to recreate the wheel here. No, right? It's already we, it's easy. We already it's know. free, right? It's free. <laughs> we've know? already we've been trained about this. Yes. Right? So yeah. we started implementing that, and what we started seeing within weeks was productivity lifting. The mm-hmm. the attitude and, and positivity, mm-hmm. positivity was starting to lift um, because people were having the ability to have those intimate conversations in ways that they were not able to have with their wives, their their yes. husbands, yeah. their children, their mother, their fathers, right? Um, and they're doing it in a very safe environment, mm-hmm. right? And we allowed that to happen because we identified it, right? That's, and that's what we need to be doing as a community is just step, take a step back and identify these things and, and you know, start putting effort towards it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think it's happening to, yes, it to, is. to a degree, right? It, it is. And that's, you mentioned a safe environment. Well, that's the first thing 
after you tell them that you love them, yeah. that we need to provide them with a safe environment. Right. Okay. They don't. They don't want to go talk to a therapist or a shrink or because they don't get it. Right. And but they're they're doing a better job educating these professionals to help veterans. Yeah. But you have to provide them that safe environment. Yeah, it's whatever it is. If it may be sitting in a stand shooting pigs one night, or you know, going out to a helicopter hog hunt, right? Going fishing, or whatever the case. One hundred percent, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, you could be thinking there, listening to this, like, "Oh, that's some hippie shit." Man. <laughs> Talking about safe spaces yeah. and love and all this, whatever, and the other. Man. You guys are warriors. Yeah. yeah, we kill a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> right. But at the same yeah. time, you know, we're also humans that understand. During a healing process, there are things that we have to do, you right? Bet. And we, and certain demons that we have to face. Have to, man. right? And face um, those dragons, one hundred percent. And if you don't, that is what is going to kill you. Yes, right. It will. Um, and 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 you know, it, there's a lot of science behind it all, right? You know, when, yeah. it, when it comes to talking about creating safe spaces, science. yeah. You know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The first yes. basic rung mm-hmm. is you know safety and security. Safety and security. And if you can't provide that, you can't attain self self. You know, realization. Right. Right. Um, and, it, you know, we've used these tactics in combat. Yes, right. We we've used them in SASO. What, yeah. is, the, what is the mission of SASO? Yeah. Provide safety and security yeah. stabilization operations. Yes, sir. Right. Right. We're talking about is. coin operations. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you flip an asset? Well, you got to make them comfortable. Got to make them comfortable. Right. So he's safe. Right. Exactly. You got, so these are things that we intrinsically know. Yes. As, as veterans and people that have fought in this crazy 20 year war. Yes. Right. And we were implementing yeah. tactics that have never been done before yeah. in human history. Yeah. Why not exploit those into what needs to be done right. for our community? Once they're finished with that profession, you'll always be a warrior. Right. You'll never stop being a warrior. Exactly. But you're absolutely right, Tim. That yeah, we just need to continue that and then pass this our knowledge on to the next generation of vets so they can pass along. And it's just yeah, it'll right. go and go and go. Right. Because we you know we make a lot you know I hear the jokes all the time or this that and the other and we say it here like nobody's coming to help right we're yeah. we, we have to do it this uh, ourselves. But you know, we have to also take that and, and, and that step back and be serious about it. Yes. And, and you know, there's a lot of talk. There right? is. But what are we doing to actually make the difference? Because it is our responsibility mm-hmm. to make sure that we're creating the next generation of warfighters. Yes. Right. My I son agree. leaves June twenty second, June twenty third, oh, right, for the Navy. Uh, oh, I'm wow. super excited about yeah. that. Right. Um, and you know, it was kind of weird in how this has all happened. He was supposed to leave in July. Mm-hmm. And they came to him uh, because of um, you know, the current situation in recruiting. They're mm-hmm. offering him a, a bonus, and he's like, oh, "Dad, nice. should I go early on this on this money?" I'm like, "Well, uh, you know, again, this is a learning moment, son. Right? Yep. Is this about money or is <laughs> this about, about your, your passion? Right? Yeah. Um, passion. You know, and we had a we had a long conversation about that. Um, but what I feel great about what is happening there is that I I feel that I've met. I've met the bar mm-hmm. in terms of making sure that I'm creating something that, uh, yes. for me and my my influence and my contributions, that my son to that some, young man, yeah, that yes. somebody's going to take that that flag and, and carry he out. will take that to others around him, right. his tribe, yes, and they'll they'll cross and yeah, absolutely, that's good. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. So you know, when we talk about tribe, you know, how do how do you intertwine that into your book? Um, you know, in in the stories oh. that you have experienced through <laughs> through your military career. Yes, that's, and, you know, as I looked at this and as people kept prodding me to write stories, uh, my good, good friend, Sergeant Major Kyle Lamb, he would tell me all the time, Gravy, if it ain't written, it never happened. Yeah. And I thought about that a lot. 
And other fellows would tell me that. So, and you know, the the good Lord just put me in all these all these crazy places that yeah. I didn't choose. I was just following orders, and maybe it's His path for me. But the book's not about me. The book is about our tribe, right? And that's you know, after seeing some others and some writings, and you know, it's and, and I did the best. I did it the best way that I could. I thought George Han. Geo, he uh, <laughs> he's he, he's got a different style of writing, but I just I love George, and he was my ghostwriter. Yeah. That I was like, you're not a ghostwriter, man. <laughs> you're editor. You're writer. You know we. Uh, and he, you know, he he wrote a book too. It's out. It's called Brothers of the Cloth, mm-hmm. and it's really good. He was a Delta okay. Commando, and but yeah, and yeah, we just collaborated, and I'd written some stories. For him, for he was writing for Soft Rep, and those got put out. And of course, the first one I got shot down in '04 in Iraq, and then Haditha Dam. And you know, Haditha Dam was the biggest battle of any of the wars here since. And there's nothing out there about yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, there were like 138 of us, or four eight two H's, so four H gun pilots and 136, 138. Rangers and a few Delta guys to hold this one of the world's largest dams yeah, in Iraq. Right. right. So, Ranger. yeah, Ranger. <laughs> Rangers lead the way, all the way. So, yeah, that that was, and I looked at it as as a whole. You know, I, I want the story to be about our crew chiefs, the guys that we worked with, the Rangers, the Delta yeah. guys. You know, our support guys. I mean, I, I'm a support guy. I'm a fire supporter. So. That's that's what it is. So yeah, I talk I talk about our tribe. Yeah. And, and you know some of the crazy stuff that yeah. we did. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Combat's a hell of a thing. Yeah, man. and you know at our level, you know, we don't sometimes you just don't have a clue and you're like, "Okay, guys, let's put some ideas out there." Sure. You know, so boom, boom. Some of them worked. Yeah. Some of them we did. Did you, did uh, so when I, I was in country uh, 0405. Okay. Um and, uh, oh, it was Wild Wild West. Oh, it was, it, I like to call it the real war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, but I, I kept a journal. Um, I did too. And, and I was, I was, you know, have, let me ask you this question: Do you often go back and read that thing and, and, and just like start chuckling, uh, at the, but at the same time, like yeah. start crying? You're yep. like, well, you have all these mixed bags of emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started my journal on 9/11. Okay. And wrote in it every day for eight years. Wow. And that's what I use. I wrote the book in 89 days. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? I've been working on mine for two years. <laughs> and I was like, I've only okay. got chapter one done. <laughs> yeah. I got my name. And, uh, uh, but yeah, so I could refer to my journal. How long do you think and, a Navy SEAL book takes to write? Two weeks? Yeah, probably. <laughs> week. We can have through high speed. I digress. But so, yeah, that was. Yeah, it's good. So back to journaling, and I, and I think journaling, you know, helps. And and I tell guys, you know, do it now. You know, yeah. write a sentence, or or all fellows will approach me, and like, hey man, I've I've got half a book written, or I want to write a book, or whatever the case. But what what I ask guys to please, please do, and it, this comes from why Greg Coker wrote his book. So I was sitting in our living room one evening with my lovely wife, Edie, and, and you know, I was right there. I was just getting a lot of pressure from people to write. I mean, 
publishing companies started calling editors. I'm like, okay. I said, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be that guy. Right. And there's not hardly anything written about the 160th out there. Of course, Mike Drantz. Right. You know, and, and there's a crew chief that wrote a book. Of course, Black Hawk Down. But, you know, that, and that information is out there. And every everything we wrote, I had triple checked because yeah. that's how we do it. And, and open source stuff. But yeah, it, it was, you know, Edie looked at me and she goes, here's how I want you to think about this. I said, okay. She said, write this for your children and your grandchildren. This is your legacy. Sure. And I could grasp that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started the next day. That's but cool. I tell fellas and gals, you know, just just write a paragraph, you know, a week, a month, or whatever. So, you know, you can let your children know and your grandchildren. Because in our, you know, in our community, I could never tell anybody what we were doing, where I was yeah. going. No communication when we were deployed. So, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes back to, you know, I forget what it was, McRaven that said this, but, you know, the, mm-hmm. hardest, the, the hardest thing to do is... To, is that is that first step or making your bed yes. or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, um, yeah it was. Everyone, you know, so you know, for those out there that want to that want to write a book or uh, document their experiences, like the the, the hardest thing is taking that pen right. or that keyboard, keyboard and writing that first sentence. Yeah, right. Uh, every, and everything else behind that is just discipline. And yes. making sure that you're following through with it all. And uh, this, there's no time limit. Yeah, absolutely. None. So tell me a little bit. I've always been in, intrigued by this, but like. The ghostwriting experience. How to walk us through what that experience is like? Oh goodness! Like, what does a daily <laughs> writing is, session look like? <laughs> well, I would, I would write a chapter, and yeah, I was writing about a chapter a day. Sometimes too. I mean, I would just get to rolling, yeah. you know, and and that was my mission. That was my job for that time. So that's what I did. Did you and, do like was a uh, music a, fo- uh, a focus for you? Throw headphones on, and just pound no, some paragraphs out. No, I just. I'd sit out back if it's nice, or yeah, just wherever. And uh, but we're, you know, we are, we get focused, and that's that's the mission, man. Yeah. That's you know, the other stuff doesn't matter. But so, and then I would send those to Geo, and then Geo would put his spin. Mine would be more or less an outline. Yeah. And again, I'm not a writer, so and I was like, okay. And I, you know, and he had I'd done that with him for some other stories that he had put out there on the internet, and I would send them to him. So he would edit. He would we'd both kind of edit edit that, and then he would put his spin on it. Sure, you know the George Hand, and it, it was just cool. I, I really enjoyed it. And but we go back and forth. We'd fight like brothers yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. you can't say that's gonna be my next question <laughs> two <laughs> o'clock in the morning you're on the phone it's like shut up man I, it's gotta be this way no it doesn't i'm doing it this way okay but and he talks about that on some of his podcasts sure. and when i hear him you know listen to it i just listened to one yesterday coming down and i just chuckle you know it's like yeah we got her done bro but he he was almost done with his book he had like two chapters and he put that all aside to help me. Wow. Yep. Wow. And he fin- then he finished it after we finished. Yeah, yeah. And, and how long did the whole process take? Well, the so to act physically write the book, three months. Yeah. And again, I had that journal so I could refer to it, and it would jog my memory and too many head injuries, so I can't, <laughs> I can't remember stuff. Sure. I would have never been able to do it. And then 
yeah, so we that that's how I'd go there and um did you know the Grunt Style Foundation serves our military and veteran communities with everything they need to get on track, no matter their circumstances? From alternative medicine, mental health support, career resources, combating homelessness, food insecurity, and more, we are partisans for our community and will remain so with your support. Donate today, and together, we will drive positive changes we desperately need. Someone has to, and we're stepping up. Are you? Visit www.gruntstylefoundation.org and support a veteran today. Gosh, I forgot the. I lost my train of thought. What was? What was <laughs> Told hey, you, man. I get it. <laughs> Been blowing up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite. Uh, Shot down. I didn't crash. Okay, I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Everybody's like, you "Hey, no man, how's your crash?" I didn't crash. I got shot down. <laughs> but so, but yeah, that's that's the process with the ghostwriting, and and I just I just I said, "No, man, you're a co-author." And I, no, I'm a ghostwriter. And we'd argue back <laughs> yeah, and forth yeah. about that. So. So you have, uh, will you write an, another book? Will you do another uh, story? Yeah, I'm, I actually helped, and there was three of us that we wrote a children's book. It's really? called Vias for Veteran. Okay. And it was published last June, I think June, July. I was really excited about that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's for kids, and it's, it's uh, just check it out, Vias for Veteran. I think Punk and Duger Publishing is who it's through, is a friend of ours. And, um, but yeah, that it was really cool writing that. I mean, it was because it, it, I was approached by our daughter, and I mean, I just finished the book, and I said, "I'm never doing this again." Sure. <laughs> you know? yeah. She goes, "Hey, you want to write a book?" And I go, "No." <laughs> she goes, "It's a children's book," and I go, mm, "Okay, now you've got my attention." Then, sure. she, then I got the hook in me, and but yeah, it was cool. It was cool, but yeah, so I, I, I. Wrote that, I got the manuscript done. Then, of course, you have to hire an editor. And I started researching publishing and printing and all those things that go with it. Well, my research, and I did several interviews on a phone with publishing companies. Well, these publishing companies keep 70 to 80% of your royalties. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a racket. And I said, oh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so, Leah, you know, as you know, we are getting older as as um, you know, <laughs> war fighters, right? And um, you know, what I'm what I'm experiencing as I'm getting older is you know this this greater need to get to get back to our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And you know, I see that you're you're on that same path, yes. right? Is you know, how do you reconnect a tribe? How do you you know get back uh, give back to more people uh, than you can possibly fathom, right? Um, what, what? How are you scratching that itch? How are How are you going about making, uh, you know, <laughs> making good on 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 paying it forward? Yes, yeah, sir. It's I'm I'm very involved with some nonprofit five hundred one c threes vet organizations and and then others will reach out to him just because of the our network. Yeah, you're know, like, hey, can you help me with? It? Yeah, yeah, you bet, man. You know, and some of these organizations are not so legit. I've found that out, unfortunately, yeah. but. And you're going to have that in anywhere, business, worldwide. But, yeah, so we have Young County Warrior Ranch here in Graham, Texas, up north. And, and we just finished our annual helicopter hog hunt. So we had 240 vets from all over the country come in. And let me tell you how this thing has grown. So three years ago, we had 32 shooters. Right. Some of them active duty rangers. We, try, we bring in active duty guys just to fellowship and you know let other vets talk 
So then the then last year we had like 115. This year we had 240. That's great. So it's growing right. exponentially, and it's medicine, man. It's it's medicine for these guys to get back with their tribe, yeah. and to see. We had a couple of rangers they hadn't seen each other since ranger school 20 years prior. Yeah. And here they come to this little old bitty place in north central Texas to shoot pigs out of a helicopter. Right. Yeah, so I think it's you know to get plugged in and I mean these nonprofits always need help and 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 use your network, you know, hey, yeah, I know, you know, task force dagger whoever I right. they need med care, they need whatever. So that's <clears throat> there's always a way to do that and to help help those folks out, and yeah, you just you just got to get engaged. You got to get engaged, and and again, you know, I'm <laughs> finding myself older, but that's you know, and the old body's not what it used yeah. to be. I have what like thirty, now I have forty some pieces of titanium in me. Oh jeez, I just had my thirty ninth surgery back in October, but. You know, what can I do to help? Well, and that, so I got some other buddies. They, they started, they got into knife making and, you know, talking to them over the years. And they're like, dude, this it's therapeutic, man. And so I, I started, I've been doing about five months. And, uh, but eventually I want to get to a point where I can bring a vet or two in for a couple of days or a day or yeah. whatever. And um, I'm also involved with horsepower therapy. That's, that's one of a friend of mine from the 160th. We started some years ago, but it's, it's about hot rods. You know, who doesn't love a hot rod, man? So we both got vets, and we started out with Camaro Corvettes, and we started with Camaros. But, yeah, it's just to get those vets and their families, get them out to the drag strip or get them out to, a, you know, a coffee run or, or whatever the case. To, yeah. yeah, to get, get together. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. it just it really helps them. 100%, 100%. You know, we talk a, a, a little bit about therapy, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what I find interesting within, within within our spaces, you have all these different types of you know, equestrian therapy, yes. you know, you know hunting. I'm helping you know, a guy get one started right, right? now. Um, you know, dog therapy, yes. right, working dogs. Uh, there is there is pretty much you know, anything you could put your mind to it, yes. right? And that's what I think is the most important thing that, we, that we're overlooking mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to um, these types of therapies, right? right. And, and finding modalities, different ways of treating uh, the mental yes. the mental aspects of, of what yeah, a lot those of our challenges. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I think what it really boils down to is, you know, if it's making a knife, uh, mm-hmm. if it's doing uh, a long range shooting class, or planting, planting, farming, right? Teaching it's, guys to, how right. to grow food. Oh, my gosh. Things like that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to need those people <laughs> more yes, than sir. you ever know in the, yeah. in the next coming months. Yeah, there's farmers, vet. Farmer Veteran Coalition, I think, is a really big nonprofit that helps right. these vets that want to get into ranching and farming get started. Right. Yeah. And was, cool. I think the underlying story or the, <clears throat> the, the connecting dot here is it's focus, <clears throat> right? Where, you know, the saying of the idle, uh, idle hands are the devil's playgrounds, right? You know, that's, that's, that is the plague of our community. Yes, right. right? Is, People feeling they don't have a mission or something to yeah. focus on, right? And with these these type these different forms of therapy, um, you're bringing that focus into it, right? Mm-hmm. I can go back to you know an experience that I had. Um, you know when I when I got back from Iraq, 
You know, I, I didn't feel the need to ever pick up a, uh, a rifle again, to mm -hmm. even do any type of target shooting or anything like that. Sure. I just walked away from it, right? Yeah. You know, I figured that was a story of my, my mm -hmm. life that was done. Yeah. Uh, and it was 13 years before I picked up a rifle again never, and, and never shot. Wow. Right? Um, and that it was your season. Yeah, right? it was yeah. Uh, and it, it was a ranger buddy of mine that introduced me to a shooting competition up in the north, upper northwest, huh. and uh, I was competing against you know forty other rangers. I'm like, Joe, what are you doing, That's bro? Cool. Like, what, what are we doing? I yeah. haven't shot in a long time. He's like, oh, it's gonna be fun. Just have fun, right? Just have yeah. fun. You know, you need this, yeah. this, that, and the other. I mean, what's not fun about blasting? Right. You know? And I and and I didn't know. I, I I didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't. You know, I didn't think it was going to have the impact that I did mm -hmm. that it did on me. Yeah, and you know, I I ended up shooting you know pretty decent. Right? Sure. Um, sure. You know, I would say in comparison to Army Rangers, I feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Marines, we are the best shooters in the world. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, but but what what that. What what that did for me was it it, it brought incredible focus mm -hmm. right it, oh, I, for yeah, that time so. and when I was on the range yes. and I was like wow this is what it was this is what I was missing mm -hmm. was that that mm -hmm. that clarity right and yeah. I was struggling I struggled for a yeah. long time after Iraq um, and it was for some of the the, the most silly reasons mm -hmm. that I look back yeah, at now I'm like I was, was destroying myself for a, for things that I was putting on myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody in my community or my, my friends or the, my platoon were putting those things on me. I was putting right. these things on myself. We do it to ourselves. Yeah. We're our own worst enemy. Yeah. And that's the place I used to have north of Fort Worth. I built a big range. And I was a firearms instructor, tactics instructor for Shield 9-1, my little company, and then for Sergeant Major Kyle Lamb at Viking Tactics. Yeah. And uh, But I wanted to have a place where guys last and fellowship and Man, there are always, always guys coming out and shooting. I'm like, oh, the range is hot. You yeah, know, I yeah. can hear bang, 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 <laughs> right. blasting steel and things like that. 100%. Yeah, it was it, always, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. And I, you know, in, in shooting, especially competitive shooting, we use all of our senses. We use all of our muscles and, and the thought process, especially in, you know, competitive three gun. I just shoot tactical three gun. Yeah. And so you're breaking down the stage, you know, where am I going to load? Where am I going to, you know, engage this target? How or what or why? That's, a, like that's that. a great point because what is that, that we're all searching for, right? Oh, yes. Because when we were in combat, when we were oh, yes. in that, those, those highest moments of self-preservation, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we gained that sixth sense. We gained that extra you sense. You do, right? brother. And then you know, when you <laughs> walk away from it, it fades away. It fades away. And you're constantly chasing it. Chasing it. Right? We chase that's the danger, right? Yeah. A sixth sense, our tribe, our camaraderie, yeah. this type of thing. Yeah. So that's what we have to think about and provide. It doesn't matter what we're doing. I don't care if we're basket weaving, man. Just, <laughs> right. just get the guys right. together, you know? But we should start it's, that. Combat <laughs> basket weaving. Well, you know, Pat McNamara, Patrick's a good yeah. friend of mine. And, and that, that dude, he is just, he's something else. But And I talk to him all the time. But he's a bird watcher. Yeah. And there, there's some stories back there. That's for another time. But. Oh my gosh, they're just funny, funny, funny. And he kept telling me, he's like, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a book. Bird watching. <laughs> I said, No kidding. I mean, he'll go to like Bob Marshall Wilderness area, Montana, sure, sit sure. in a hide site for three days right. to get a picture of this one bird. Sure, that's that is some extreme I mean, ranger TV. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I says, Hey, call it combat bird watching. Right. <laughs> I don't know where he is on the book. So he, Patrick's oh, busy. Be gold. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just get that focus, you know. That's and, it. And shooting is a good, good way to do that. And it's something we know and we've been around. Yeah. You know, like you, guys will push it away. And, and you know, I didn't hunt pretty much the whole time of my time in the Army. And yeah. then when I got out, yeah, I went back to hunting. All right. Yeah, All picked right. up my bow and got back to tracking and calling elk and taking my kids hunting. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And that's another, like, man, <clears throat> the power the power in that, in knowing that the, the actions that you're taking up to that, that, that moment where you pull the trigger, mm-hmm. release that, uh, the arrow. Adrenaline. Right, the, the adrenaline to get there, <laughs> yeah. right? But knowing, yeah, bows like right? this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but the conservation behind of it. Yes. Like, like knowing that you're, you're doing this to, you know, to, to spread meat you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and the things See of that my nature. Family and- it's, yeah. such a, it's such a fulfilling thing in, 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 in uh, I, I, you know, I don't think this is intrinsic just to veterans, but I think veterans take a little bit of that combat veteran. Yes. It, it, it connects just a little bit oh, more, right? Yes, Now you're does. correcting to that spiritual side of yes, things. Sure. And that's where I, I want to, you know, kind of, you know, have a, a, a conversation about as well as the spiritual side of yes. where we are, right? Yeah. Uh, because it's, I think that's it's very, important. Yeah, it's one hundred percent important because, you know, as as we are recognizing in our in our combat community, right, there are some moral injuries that we have yeah. all sustained, yes. right? And that's, you know, we when we talk about the greater conversations of mm-hmm. veteran suicide, right, <clears throat> we have to look at, you know, we just can't look at very sig- uh, uh, specific points. We have to mm-hmm. look at a the vast array of yes. all. Um, yeah, the whole and, arena. Yep. And that broad scope of, of Absolutely. That. And, you know, spirituality, you know, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, worshiping a pen or worshiping mm-hmm. dear Lord Jesus Christ, right? Yes. It doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's the idea of that there's something bigger yes. than, than, than us, right? I think that's the, the, the important part of it. How, does, how, does, how has your spiritual path changed over the years? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I prayed a lot in combat, you know. Was, right. Yeah, and I'm a very strong Christian, yeah. and I always have been. And it, it didn't, yeah, I got off God's path a few times, but, you know, he'll, like for us, you know, sometimes it takes a two before, you know, <laughs> right. multiple. Oh, yeah, okay, I got it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, you have to have that to help you get through these tough times that helped me. I mean, I almost took my life one night and just God spoke to me. Yeah. And I'm like, and I hadn't lost hope. Yeah. But I was just at a deep, dark, dark place. Alcohol always has something to do with it. Drugs. Yeah. Always, always, always. 100%. And so, yeah, that, then I kind of relaunched myself after that episode and really got, you know, quit drinking, quit everything and got back into the the roots of my faith and my christianity mm-hmm. and helped to help other guys and like i said guys were there were always eight or ten fellows at the, at the place all yeah. the time and of course we'd sit and chat but there was one particular fellow that i i would talk to him about christ and about redemption and salvation and he's like i don't want to hear you a ranger yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh and you know what one day he found God, and I, I wouldn't quit on him. Yeah. I refused to because he was killing himself, drinking. Yeah, yeah. Killing himself, and it broke my heart. And uh, another friend of ours kidnapped him and drove him down to South Texas to an in, inpatient therapist camp or whatever, it's, you know, whatever it is, and now he's a man of God. Yeah. He doesn't drink anymore. 
And so there's, you know, that's just one tiny bit of, you know, my story or others that yeah. are out there working. So, yeah, it, it again, it takes a tribe. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, yeah, try to help that person, you know, find that find that faith and, and then build upon it. Yeah, absolutely. Because it will give you, gave me strength, you know, many, 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 many times. And uh, I think my quick little prayer would be, Lord, give me speed and accuracy. Yeah. Amen. That's all I'm asking. That's it. Right? Except the day I got shot down, I was like, "Okay, man." <laughs> then there was Mister Murphy. You know, he raised his ugly head. And in case of those that don't know Murphy, Murphy's just bad luck. So sometimes he comes along with us, right? Or yeah, at least expecting. And you got to manage it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You know, there was a. I had an individual once tell me that. Um, you know the 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 experiences in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Are 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 really the definitions of of how you are are really approaching certain circumstances, yes. right? And yeah. you know, um, and you know the the things I've learned over the years is you know, some of that shit you just gotta let go. Yeah. Right. You know, oh man. Holding on to that. Oh, you know, that, that will that was bury a, huge a man faster bridge than anything, for me. Right. Huge one. I dropped those yeah. hates and. You know, dislikes. Yeah, you're at. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right on target, man. And it's and it's crazy. And you know, again, like it's. I think spirituality is something that you know we probably should talk about a little bit more in our community, right? Yes. And again, it doesn't have to be about you know uh, a, a particular rid, religion, yeah. right? Yeah. It's how you identify yeah. yourself in the greater scheme yeah. of the world, right? Yep. Um, and that's what Jesus wanted. He didn't care about denominations. He just wanted people to love each other and right? you know work hard and live a good life and help your neighbor and. You know, don't cheat, steal, and lie. I mean, it's just basics. That yeah, it, that's what it is. Right, and God, those 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 freaking hippies, man. I will say this one <laughs> yeah, thing: man. like what I've learned over the last few, <laughs> what I've learned over the last few months uh, from some journeys that I've been on myself is that um, you know I think love mm-hmm. is 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 that spirituality. Right? Is sure. how do you how do you get to a point that you can express love to everybody that you come in contact you with? You bet. Right? And that's the hardest challenge that we have as a human. Yes, it is. Um, and men. And yeah. and warriors. Yes. I yes. just had this conversation the other day with we were talking about that, you know, doing the old man hug or telling a guy, Hey, I love you, man. Well, thirty years ago you a man wouldn't say that right. or do that. Right. I, I and I get, it made me think back and I was like, you know what? You're right, but it's cool. It's okay now. Yeah. I mean, I'm good with myself. You're yeah. good with yourself. Right. Exactly. Right. If I love a dude, I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, I love you, man." Right. And that's yeah. it. Like it's 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 not using using that expression callously. No. Right. You know, I think for individuals that that share that uh, level of emotion, mm-hmm. they're sharing it because it means something. Means something. Right. And they know it means. Yes. Right. You know, I don't. I just go walk up and say, "Hey, brother, I love you." Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you know the individuals that. You know, I've, I've probably cut. I've probably cut my teeth with mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you and know that 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 they've seen the worst of humans mm-hmm. and are willing to go to hell and back. Yes, sir. Uh, for anybody, yeah. like that's the brother that I love that's and the it. sister I love. Right? That's it. Um, and uh, you know, we were part of an incredible community, mm-hmm. right? Still are. Yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah. you know, I think I I I personally feel that I'm making more contributions now than I've, oh, I did yeah. when I was in service. Oh, right. I, I think it gets better every year, yeah. and it will for you too, and your tribe. Yeah. You know, because you transfer that energy and that positiveness to those folks that work with you. 
One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And that you and do business with. It's an incredible feeling. It is. And um, is. you know, to know that uh, you know, Broadstyle has made a, a, a small bit of difference. Oh my uh, gosh! It's an incredible it's made feeling. A huge difference, brother. <laughs> you guys are doing it. Good for you. Well, I'm I'm proud to know that there's men out there like you uh, and so many others that are just continuing to do you know, carry the torch, mm -hmm. right? And say, yeah. you know, we continue. We understand the tribe. Yes, sir. We want to bring more people back to the tribe. We do. Right? We have to. Absolutely. It's critical and, for uh, our survival. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now, where can people find uh, the things that you're doing? Your book. Uh, oh. Your, 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 your knife making. <laughs> the book. <laughs> The book's on Amazon. I've got a website, deathweightsinthedark.com. And you can, I still have softbacks. So you can buy them from me and I'll sign them or, you know, make them out to somebody. Or Amazon's got books. Audible has the Death Weights in the Dark. I read the book. <laughs> Kyle Lamb beat me about the head. You got to read it, Gravy. You got to read it. No, I don't want to read it. I, I'd actually talked to a good friend of mine that lives here, Dino, and and I was going to have him read. He's just got a really good voice, yeah. you know. And I'm like, man, people don't want to listen to me. But now everybody's like, dude, it's like you're sitting right. It's like we're sitting around a campfire, you know. Right, right. Like, who's this goofy <laughs> wood chopping cowboy from Texas, you know? But, but yeah. So and then there's Kindle too. So that's <clears throat> that's where the books are. Yeah. And uh, that's where they'll stay. Great. And uh, yeah, I just got I just got started in this crazy thing they call knife making and. And, uh, yeah, Facebook, you know, you can find that stuff out there. But I do have a – I just started working on my website, and I've got a tab there. It's The Crusader Forge. So that's where I'm going to hang all my right knife on. info and pictures. And there's, there's a couple I've just done, just finished. This is a 320-layer Damascus. This is my Skinner. And uh, and this is one I just – I'm about to finish. It's in Damascus. So this one I call my mini bob, and the big everybody loves these. They call them EDCs, mm -hmm. everyday carry. So I I designed this one. It's you wear it horizontal under your shirt or wherever. And, but the it's the mini go just ahead. enough drills drill holes in it for my five fifty car. Yeah. <laughs> now they they'll get gri grips or scales. Yeah. They'll get black, green. I, I like forest green too. But that's one little design. But this is. So John Horrigan, I don't know if you've ever heard mm -hmm. of him. He's a real high-end master bladesmith, and he lives not too far from here. But Bob, his twin brother, he was killed in Iraq in 2005. And Bob was a good friend of mine, knife maker. And, yeah, it, it was just crazy. But so I called I, – oh, pardon me. I called John, and I says, hey, I've got this – sketch of a knife that I'd, I'd, I I want to kind of make it like Bob's fighter and mm -hmm. your fighter because he John carried on Bob's fighter and he goes brother you bet <laughs> I thought you were say not no but and I knew nothing you know if there was like a copyright on that design yeah, sure. or if it was it belonged to that guy and he's like no there's guys copy stuff all the time right so. then you got the Chinese <clears throat> but anyway I digress <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, he was like, no, man. And I said, you know, that's – and I love Bob, and I and I love you, and, you know, this is his legacy. So, And then I just designed my new fighter 
that I'm going to call the Bob, <laughs> and nice. John helped me design it. That's great. So that's that'll be coming out yeah. pretty soon. We're we're, we're pretty excited about it. It's it's pretty badass. Oh, there it's you cool. go. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I just I, I really enjoy it, and and uh, yeah, it's therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And yes. I've got, you know, I know several guys. They'll bring you know vets in, come do a class for them, or whatever the case. So that I went and did a quick class with John a month or so ago, and then I went out to North Carolina to visit my buddy Chris Williams. He owns Wilmot Grinders. That's a big knife grinder mm-hmm. that they use. And yeah, I worked with him for four days. That's I actually made this knife and this knife there with Chris. So yeah, it was and it you know, I'll tell guys just starting out that, you know, go do a class. Yeah. I it those six or seven days I spent put me two years ahead of the curve. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and guys tell me they're like, Man, you got a knack for this stuff. Well, I don't know, but I just I love doing it. <laughs> you're but I, I understand metals and you know, working in the firearms industry and, you know, steel for barrels or steel for whatever. I shoot horses when I was young, so I learned to forge shoes, hot yeah. shoe, and things like oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. So I got a little bit. I hadn't used any of that stuff in over 40 years. Yeah, sure. You know, so. I'm telling you, my, my dream <laughs> is uh, by the time I'm 50 years old, uh, own uh, 100 head of cattle. Yeah, there you four go. horses in a ranch, and there then disappear and be a rancher. Boom! <laughs> in Texas, you're in perfect place. Right, I got the hill just, country, man. Yeah, I just bought some property out west. There you go. I'm um, really excited about that. Yeah, I want to shoot if some. We need some help, man. man. <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, right on, right on. <laughs> we'll come down. Yeah, we'll I love it. Cattle for you, and yeah, it, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a uh, you know full circle, man. It's mm-hmm. you know from. <laughs> To create, uh, destroying life to creating new things, yeah. right? Yeah. That's an incredible, incredible uh, story. And uh, Greg, it's a pleasure having you with us here man, on American. It's an Group. honor. And it's you know, an to honor. know that you're, there's great men like you out there uh, you know, just, continuing to just to carry the torch. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Um, it's 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 an absolute honor to be on the other side of the table here. And you know, we look forward to you know, continuing this relationship. And yes. I'd like to come down and make some nice with you. Yeah, somewhere. man, come up, please. Please do. We'll go shoot some pigs, too. Oh, I can't. You know, one of my things I'm going to do here, and that's probably why I bought the property, is uh, I want to set up a deer stand with about 30 pounds of tannerite mm-hmm. and just blow up a herd. <laughs> that's yeah. my dream. Done it. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So that yeah we used the P formula for plenty. <laughs> love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You know, breacher's red. You're going to use a P, P formula? You yeah. bet. And I want like six six yeah. camera direct uh, different camera yeah. directions, all in slow motion. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. I want to I want to document that whole that thing. That will be epic. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, that's going to end it for this episode of American Grit with our dear friend Gregory Cocker, Coker, 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 and uh, you know, it was an absolute pleasure having you Thank on the show. You, brother. And Thank you know, we it's look forward to more conversations with you in the future. Yes. And uh, if you are very interested in grabbing his book, you can find it on Amazon. Um, and you know, thank you again, sir. You're and welcome. We'll see you on the next one, thank ladies you. and gentlemen. Yeah, have a blessed day. The Grunt Style Foundation is moving forward with purpose. Thanks to support from members of the community like you, we have begun to turn the tide in the fight against toxic exposure, PTSD, and veteran homelessness, among other things. This is a fight some people don't believe can or should be fought. Respectfully, they can sit on a cactus and spin. We are in this for our brothers and our sisters. So the challenge is accepted. Let's be the change we need. Somebody has to be. Visit www.gruntstylefoundation.org and donate today.